Holy moly, what a mess. Welcome, welcome back to another uh, market closing live stream. We've got some big old earnings today. And I'll tell you, the past few hours here, not only have I been at the dentist, but I spent some time at the dentist and before the dentist reading earnings calls from yesterday, including Facebook, uh, Ralph Lauren, uh, which reported yesterday, and uh, Vista Outdoors, which does like Remington ammo and, and all, uh, you know, like Bell products and I don't know, they got like 40 different brands. It's crazy. Anyway, every single freaking one of them is uh, is is complaining. Uh, I mean, only Qualcomm's like, hey, well, at least we're making more money. But all of them are talking about price increasing. And, and really, and I'll make a more detailed video about this. But the scariest part about all of it is uh, is when these companies are talking about doing price increases. When companies do price increases, they're not like, like you or me. They're not like... Uh, Hey, you know, price of the course goes up Friday and then, and then, you know, it's, it's up. It's like it, 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 we can sit on the computer and change the price really quick. It's easy, right? Uh, it, it's much slower and, and that's actually a danger. That's a risk, right? Because for example, Vista Outdoors, they're like, Hey, we just passed a price increase in January of this year. Uh, and uh, we're going to uh, have that price go into effect in April. And it's like, wait a minute. The companies are all basically taking all of the, the supply chain fears and the inflation fears and all of that. And they're expanding that to their uh, to price increases and to planned price increases. And in doing so, what they're really doing is uh, building in more inflation for us in the future. It's it's just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, and so, I, I don't know, I'm not, not very happy about that. I'm really looking for something good out of earnings today. You know, yesterday, our winner was supposed to be Qualcomm. That was supposed to be the good news yesterday. Qualcomm was going to hook us up with some good information on inflation and, and supply chain issues. But they too, it too, uh, said uh, we're looking at the second half of 2022, facing similar supply chain constraint issues uh, and, and much more. Again, we'll go through that in detail in, in a separate video later, but it's it, it, it's maddening. Uh, and and uh, you know, a chip supplier obviously stands to benefit substantially from these increasing chip prices, but just leads to more inflation. It's a disaster. Uh, by the way, somebody in the chat wondered, how do you join the little member chat thing? There should be a join button next to subscribe. Uh, if you don't see it, get off your iPad or iPhone. And that's actually an interesting thing for you to know about Google is Google is pissed that Apple tries to take the 30% fee if people hit the join button to be like part of the member chat or whatever. So Google's like, fine, you can't sign up on the iPad or iPhone. <laughs> it just shows you more of the, the pettiness of, uh, of, of this, uh, uh, you know, this business environment that we're really in. Uh, everybody's trying to pump up their margins, understandably so. I mean, don't get me wrong. Uh, it's it's not such a terrible thing that Google wants to increase their profits. And they are doing phenomenally well, right? But uh, boy, oh boy, do we have some uh, earnings coming up over here. So uh, obviously, first things first, like I'm just going to be crystal clear. I, I The only way I would even remotely considering playing earnings, and I also think it's very stupid, but the only way I would remotely consider doing it is with straddles. And uh, that would be like both a, uh, call and a put buy, uh, you'll probably lose lots of money if uh, if the uh, move in the stock price is probably, in my guess, and it depends on the stock, but anywhere less than 5%, you're pretty much probably going to lose money. Uh, but, but the straddles are great for like what happened with Facebook today. Oh my gosh, you would have lost all your money on the call, but oh, you would have printed some tendies on the put. Uh, just a cluster F of a day though. I mean, I'm sitting at the dentist 
And you know it's bad when your dentist, a great guy, is like, man, like, so he's in the middle of doing the procedure and he's like, oh man, that thing keeps going down. <laughs> That's like, you, you know, you've gotten, you've got some problems. <laughs> uh, yeah, not good. Uh, S&P presently down about 2.2%. Really? I just got that update. Oh, wow. Okay. Let's, let's go take a look at the sticks here. Uh, keep in mind, we have, uh, Amazon reporting in about 16 minutes, Snapchat reporting at 410, Pinterest reporting at four. Ford reporting at 4.05, Activision Blizzard reporting at 4.05, Unity reporting at 4.05, Skyworks Solutions reporting at 4, which some folks say they do a lot of stuff for Apple. I don't know. Skechers reporting at 4.05, Clorox reporting at 4.10, Decker's reporting at 4.05, Bill.com reporting at 4.05. This is ridiculous. How am I supposed to cover all this crap? GoPro at 4.05, uh, Columbia Sportswear at 4.05. I, I, I can't even open that many tabs. Uh, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll go in order of our faves here, which will just be in order of market cap, but whatever. Oh man, it's going to be nutty. All right, folks. So, uh, let's see. Somebody here says they moved a lot into Palantir this week. Yeah. Uh, you know, Palantir helps with logistics and supply chain constraints. Ralph or, oh, you guys are talking to each other. Take a look at the price of Amazon puts right now. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't even imagine Amazon. Oh, my screen freezing the screen. There we go. Uh, Amazon puts right now. Let's take a look at that. Holy smokes! Yeah, uh, this is just a disgusting market. That's so freaking. Thank you. It's funny. Amazon or Tesla was up earlier, like I don't know a percent, and I'm like, I should sell the only 69 shares I have left. <laughs> uh, <laughs> woulda, coulda, shoulda. <laughs> anyway. It doesn't really matter. So, uh, yeah, Facebook has accelerated down uh, substantially here, six, uh, 26, six. Uh, so this is the minute chart. We tried to have a little rally here into the close, but it looks like that rally into the close was like, yep, GG, no thanks. Just gave another selling opportunity. This right here, folks, I know it's the minute chart, but this is the, the definition of what we are dealing with. Literally, little rally, oh, perfect opportunity to sell. Boop. And look at this. Qualcomm down 4%. The freaking company is expecting their earnings to be up like 30 freaking percent next year. Their bottom line net earnings. Uh, I mean, their guide was so freaking good. But uh, that's not what's driving the market right now. You know, people keep uh, telling me, and you're like, Kevin, but Kevin, the fundamentals of these companies are so strong. And you know what I say? I don't care about the fundamentals when the market is freaking out about Jerome Powell and the ECB and the Bank of England. When you know it's bad when Christine Lagarde U-turns, okay? Three months ago, she was yelling at J-Pow going, how could you? How could you U-turn? How could you withdraw stimulus this early? You're going to pull the rug on us. You're taking away accommodation too early. You're tightening too early. And and what happens today? Christine Lagarde freaking U-turns. U-turns. Uh, yep, uh, inflation's more persistent, and we too have to tighten. It's it's a problem. It's a big problem. Uh, and, and see, look, I think the biggest thing that people get wrong, and and the easiest way to understand this about companies, we talk about this kind of stuff in the course member live streams too, but I'm just going to share it with y'all here too, this one. Uh, one of the biggest things that people get wrong, it's very, very simple. And then we're going to use, we're going to make a quick example here. Let's say you have an apartment building. 
and I don't know, it's got a bunch of units in it, okay? And uh, let's say the annual rent is $100,000, and the market says, we will pay you 20 times your gross annual rent for that property. Okay, well, now this should be easy. How much is the property worth? Okay, well, 100,000 times 20K, this should be a property that sells for $2 million. It's about 5% gross, makes sense. Okay, cool. So the cap might be like three and a half percent or something like that after expenses, right? Okay, easy real estate, easy game, right? Oh, and in a recession, rents won't go down, right? Because more people might rent. Sure. But guess what? Even if rents stayed the same, do I really, really care about that number? Is that really the number that matters in a recession if you're going to sell your building? Of course not. The only thing that matters is the multiple. This is called a gross rent multiple. Guess what we call that in stocks? a price to earnings multiple. It's the same crap, folks. It's the, literally the same kind of crap. And if that multiple goes from 20X, that's not the eraser. That multiple goes from 20X to 10X. What did your building just become worth? Oops, your building's no longer a $2 million building. It's a million dollar building. So don't talk to me about your company's fundamentals going into a recession. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, no guarantees. I hope not. I'm just saying, like, if you're wondering why, because I see these tweets all the time. People are like, oh, this company had such good earnings. Why is it going down? <laughs> I feel like that guy on TikTok who, who doesn't say anything. And he's just like. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Uh, volatility index uh, ran up to 1542. We're almost at the peak right now. And, uh, oh, never mind. We are now exceeding the peak. We are, we are now the peak. A volatility index at about uh, 1440, uh, 1546. Remember, this is the standard deviation of pricing that we see in things like the Dow and the indices. Uh, so, so the more it is, the, the bigger the VIX goes up. Uh, and uh, that is their measure of volatility. So uh, the indices really matter when it comes to the VIX. The fact that Facebook is is has not recovered is is really kind of scary. Uh, one of the things here is, you know, Facebook op yesterday was down like 20%. Yesterday, I thought the thing was going to, you know, recover. It was going to like 19%. Things were looking better. Uh, then this morning, it was pre-market like negative 23%. Uh, the darn thing goes to negative 25%. I'm like, it's got to recover by the end of the day, right? No, sir. NASDAQ down 4 freaking percent, which... Just got an update here. This 4% decline is the worst fall since 2020. So we did not see a negative 4% day on the NASDAQ if we end up maintaining this negative 4% going into close since, uh, what's it called? Well, we didn't see it in 2021, so since 2020. That's wild. Uh, it's it's scary. And I mean, look at this. You know how many people YOLO'd their life savings into Google? Because they're like, oh, it's making so much money. It's a safe play. It's doing a stock split. It's going to have momentum. I don't know how many videos I can make saying momentum is not what you want to be chasing in this kind of market. Because it don't work. You know, people are like, Kevin, how come you're not doing momentum swing trades as much? Ah, uh, hello. <laughs> they don't work right now. You got to adapt to the market. Some people get mad at me. They're like, Kevin, it seems like you're changing your mind. Uh, you know, you know and, and adapting to sort of this new direction. And it's true. You know, I, I abruptly changed once I collected uh, the way I like to, the analogy I like to use is if I have a book of research and, and every single day I'm working on one page, sometimes I just get stuck focusing on that one page. But, you know, a few weeks ago I closed that book and then I'm like, huh, I wonder what I've collected here. And you kind of go through the pages and you're like, 
Uh, oh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh man. It like the narrative is a lot scarier when you put it all together and it's like, oh, I see it now, <laughs> you know? Uh, and, and, and so that's why it seemed like it was such an abrupt change for me where I'm just like, I'm selling, that's it. Uh, but it was really the culmination of all of this research. And uh, I really thought as well when I first sold that I should be back in the market within 60 days. I don't know anymore if that's the best decision. And that's the problem with this market is it's it's very dynamic. And, and we just, uh, you know, waiting for JPOW seems to be the right move. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully it just rallies and we go into a disinflationary recovery and we're good. That's what we want. Uh, okay. So let's see here. Let's see here, here, da, da, da. here, ye, here, yay. Okay, so what do we got? We got Facebook down 26.5%. This is absolutely nuts. Uh, Square down 11%. Uh, I mean, Beyond Meat is back to 57. Isn't this, uh, isn't this a low for Beyond Meat? Let me see. It, because once we start breaking the prior lows, I get even more nervous. No, we didn't yet on on, on Beyond Meat. 20, uh, uh, what is that? Um, $53 over here. Uh, Snap-on reported yesterday. No, I'm sorry, this is Snapchat. I thought it was Snap snap on um gosh 23 percent on snapchat going into earnings folks Go, like leading into earnings snapchat is down 23 percent. that's freaking insane uh you know i know it's on facebook but still holy moly we are uh, at officially at a new low here on square mp material is just getting absolutely destroyed i mean people were fleeing to mp material because they're like oh let's get into commodities rare earth minerals a lot of good that does you if we go into a recession because what happens people stop buying as many vehicles and so the demand on rare earth minerals actually goes down it's just I, again i say the r word i really hope we don't uh it is that is the worst case scenario uh, but I, I think the market is is slowly starting to try to price some of this madness in. That's scary. Uh, we did hit 22.81 on Peton. Not today though. We only got down to about 24. Uh, Etsy is Etsy is now at a oh my gosh. Etsy is at a new low, folks. We have not seen 125 since 2020. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let's see here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we hit 125 November of 2020. I mean, we are now 18 months of stock gains. Poof gone uh bill.com they report today preemptively down 8.4 percent and it's already come down insanely i mean these software companies we've been talking about software compression the thing's down half from its peak uh xl oh my gosh xl fleet this used to be a 20 dollar company that i'm like yeah no i don't see a future here the thing's a buck 80 and now don't get me wrong. I mean, there've been a lot of companies where I'm like, I think this is a good company. And then it still does some maddening things, but that's crazy. It's under $2. So, you know, soon people are going to wonder if I'm a penny stock trader. I mean, look at this, $1.80, $1.96 for shift. Roblox uh, hasn't gone back to its low of 53. Uh, I get nervous when we start breaking some of those other lows because then people really start freaking out again. But once again, another one of these dead cat bounces of a market. Look at this. Matterport is knocking on the door of, of breaking its low. It's at 814 from 750. Palantir, phenomenal freaking company. Went down to 1175. It's at 1249 right now. Also pretty damn close. How does PayPal go down another 6%? The people who bought the dip on PayPal just lost another 6%. Oh. No, it's 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 uh it's not good. I don't know. It's just whatever. 
Uh, Arc, uh, what are we doing here? Where's Arc? Affirms down 5.6. Arc down about 5.3. NVIDIA down 5% on NVIDIA. It didn't hit its low. Remember, it hit low here around uh, Jan 24 of about 1, uh, or sorry, 2.08. Tattooed Chef, eleven sixty nine. Redfin, twenty eight freaking dollars. Microsoft is down four percent, and and they had great earnings too. Google's down three point three percent. Holy moly! Uh, where oh Lucid's down a couple percent. Where's Enphase? Well, let's see. Let's look at Enphase Tesla and see if anything's green. And then let's go get some headlines quickly before the bell. Okay, four point six percent on Enphase. What a disaster! Oh, okay. Yeah, Dwack is green. <laughs> you know what? This has been the hedge, folks. Dwack. Just be very careful, okay? If you're making money in Dwack, I'm very happy for you. Just be very careful. As soon as the momentum dies on Dwack, uh, which right now seems to be like a way of shorting Biden, this thing could go to 20 bucks very quickly. Uh, you know, I hope not because I don't want to see people lose money. Just, just be careful. I personally, if I were in Dwack, I would probably set a stop loss of i don't know 10 percent, 15 percent, because it's volatile right so you don't want to get stopped out too early but like if i'm up 50 percent on dwack come on man i'll put in a 50 a 15 percent stop loss uh let's go to sofa somebody says here i joined amazon and they offered me sweet stock when it was 3400 should have negotiated for more stock oh dang uh that's crazy. That is interesting, though, how they're all they're also offering. Uh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. The tech companies are offering stock. I suppose it depends what you're doing. But anyway, uh, okay. Let me let's listen into Sarah Eisen here just for a moment while I go ahead and pull up all the earnings I had to pull up because I I don't think I've ever had to do this many in a day. Yeah, sorry. Heavy skew to the downside as you might expect in terms of the volume breakdown. Yes, it's mostly the losses in the aggregate uh, are being driven by the mega cap growth names, but you see about eighty percent of the volume all day at the New York Stock Exchange and the Nasdaq. Uh, have been to the downside. So it's not as if even though the uh, average stock is outperforming, it's really been uh, that much of, uh, of a benefit to the volume. Although look at the equal weighted S&P compared to the S&P 500 just on an intraday basis. And most of the day, it's been outperforming by about one percentage point. So that's the, you know, that's the impact of the, the heavyweights in the index that are now having the, the outsized influence. The volatility index, yeah. we had had this nice, you know, kind of spike on the chart from the upper 20s down into uh, the low 20s, picking back up again, right above 25. Jobs number tomorrow may not be that big a market mover, but the fact that you have this much instability in the largest stocks in the market, uh, the the overall index just can't absorb Bad. that. And that in itself, it's not, it can't be offset by, you know, gain somewhere else. Uh, and that is just going to have a natural filter into people hedging and what they're considering to be yes. a likely path for volatility in the next couple of weeks. Well, just under one minute left of the session, sharply lower across the board. Uh, Ten of the 11 sectors are lower. Staples just uh, eat back into the green, but uh, only fractionally. Communication services at the bottom of the pile down 7%. Tech and Jeez. discretionary both down more than 3%. What does that mean for the overall averages? Well, the S&P 500 is down 2.4%. The Dow is down 1.5%. The Nasdaq is down 37 as we've been saying. The Nasdaq 100 down more than four percent of course all eyes on dude could you imagine ringing the bell on a day like today oh huge huge declines here uh, and amazon as well as we've been saying sharply lower ahead of it we've got eight percent maybe a little worry that microsoft and alphabet who've been strong of late both down more than three percent by the close we'll see the nasdaq 100 down more than four percent uh, 
October 2020, right before the election. Seriously, the, uh, Russell 2000 down 1.9%, NASDAQ down 3.74. Didn't close 4% down though. 2.44 uh, on the S&P and Dow down 1.46. Okay, now we're going into earnings. Okay, I got I got them up. I got Amazon up. I got Snap up. I've got uh, Pinterest up. We've got Ford up. We've got Activision Blizzard up. And I'm going to be pulling a couple more of these up. While we just listen here for a couple minutes more, I got Unity and a couple more to pull up. Let's just listen in here for a moment. What, what do you make of the action after what was a strong, I mean, we're still up for the week, just barely here on the yeah. major averages. Not long. Yeah, up for the week, although we've kind of gone back to uh, before, you know, we, we closed January out. That oh, okay, Amazon. Amazon operating margin up 2.5% versus 1.62. Net sales beat 17.78 uh, billion versus 17.23 billion. That is a beat. Uh, net sales, uh, this is, uh, that was uh, AWS net sales. Net sales in total actually missed. Total net sales missed 137.4 versus 137.82. Uh, Q1 forecast is a miss. Q1 forecast is a miss. Oh my gosh, the forecast was expected to be 120.5. The midpoint is 114 billion. That is a miss of about $6 billion on forecast. You have operating income uh, estimated for Q1 of between three to six billion dollars. The estimate was six billion dollars. Holy crap! That is a huge miss. Huge miss on operating uh, income guide. Q1 guide for operating income is terrible. Uh, I mean, that's a midpoint of 4.5 billion as opposed to uh, the the six six billion estimate. That's crazy. Okay, so how do they? Let's see here. Product sales. I mean, the sales are absolutely incredible. The net sales miss EPS. Oh my gosh, EPS was an insane beat. Holy crap. How is EPS $27 versus $3.70 estimated? Their EPS just freaking exploded. What happened here? Uh, so slight miss on net sales. The guide is not good. They're increasing the monthly fee of Amazon Prime from $12.99 to $14.99. The EPS somehow comes in at $27.75 versus $3.77 expected. That's really good. That's an insane bottom line beat, but the forecast is not good. Oh my gosh, yeah, and the stock is skyrocketing. Straddles would have won on this one. Uh, stock's up about 14% right now. Holy crap, that's really good. The guide is terrible. But uh, how is their earning? How are their earnings per share so high? That's going to be something to look into in terms of wh why would their EPS be that much? Uh, price will apply. Okay, so they're hiking the price of Amazon Prime on uh, March 25th for current members. Price change to go into effect for February 18th for new members. Uh, that's 139 per year from 119. So they're raising price here. This does. How does the EPS be like that? But the guide be so terrible. Well, let's listen to him going where's one q going um and i think the numbers the buy side is at about for total revenue about 110 billion dollars the sell side is at about, at about 121 yeah whatever so now you're talking about that doesn't make sense q1 net sales miss like the the forecast missed but that eps is almost 10x what was expected that does that's insane High costs driven by labor supply shortages and inflationary pressures persisted into Q1 due to Omicron. Holy crap. Uh, like everything is bad news except for that EPS number. That EPS number is godly. But I don't understand. Okay, Pinterest. Pinterest is actually moving here. Pinterest. Okay, Pinterest reports. 
49 cent EPS. That's a beat. Q4 revenue is a beat. 847 mil. Pinterest skyrocketing right now. Here you go. Monthly active users down 6%, but they still beat their numbers. Uh, they came in with a 300.9 million of adjusted EBITDA with an estimate of 331. That's very good. I don't see a guide yet from Pinterest though. Pinterest just killed it. Okay, nothing yet from Unity, Activision, or Ford. I'm also still shockingly confused as to how their EPS could come in this high on Amazon. We're going to pull this up right now because that is that's insane. Let's listen to them for a second. To Omicron. Also, I want to say, pick out that they are increasing the price of Prime, increasing the price of a Prime membership in the U.S. Monthly fee will go to $14.99 from $12.99 annual membership from $119 to $139. So it'll be interesting there to see if they have the pricing power. Also, AWS, I just saw this number. This was a slight beat, but this is important for yeah. the street. We already reviewed all that crap. I don't understand the EPS number. Like, what? how? How? Uh, let's figure this out. Okay, here we go. So free cash flow decreased to an outflow of 9.1 bill. Uh, operating cash flow, operating cash flow. Okay, where, 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 where? Net sales increased 9%. This should be good for a firm. I wonder how that's doing right now. Uh, how did they get this net up? Look at this. Net income increased to 13, uh, $14.3 billion in the fourth quarter or $27 per diluted share. Uh, fourth quarter, that's insane. And, oh, that's sussy. No, 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 no. That's shady, folks. Look at this. Look at this. Fourth quarter 2021 net income includes a pre-tax valuation gain of $11.8 billion included in non-operating income from our common stock investment in Rivian. Dude, Rivian's plummeted since then. They're including the valuation of Rivian, and that's how they get their EPS up? That's a fraud of a number. That's bullcrap. That is a bullcrap read right there. Ford. Big miss on Ford. Uh, Ford comes in with fourth quarter adjusted EPS of 26 cents versus 45 cents. Total revenue of 37.7 billion. The automotive revenue actually came in a little bit higher. So it's the bottom line that got hurt, but their top line number came in at 35.3 versus 34.59 expected. But folks, this is a scam right here on Amazon. I kid you not, that is a scam. They're using the valuation for Rivian to pump up their freaking stock. When the comp when Rivian has plummeted, the valuation of Rivian at the end of December was a uh, hundred dollars. It was a hundred dollars at the end of the, uh, the December. It's it's sixty one dollars now. It's worth forty percent less. That's insane and and lame. Insane and lame. I I don't like that Amazon. That's sussy. Uh, I mean they made it clear here, but I don't think the market has realized this yet. I think you probably had a lot of algorithms that are like. Oh, wow, this number is so good. Don't know why. Oh, well, bye. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is sussy, but whatever. Okay, bill.com is out, and looks like we got good news on bill.com. This is not even them selling the Rivian shares. It just says that their pre-tax valuation gain was $11 billion or whatever. Okay, bill.com sees forecast. Loss per share of 43 to 46 cents. The estimate was 76 cents. That is really good. Really, really good uh, uh, increase or, or decrease in losses, I should say. Uh, their fiscal year total revenue is, is uh, uh, their forecast is actually incredible. Bill.com is exploding right now. It's up 19%. 
The revenue came in uh, higher than expected at 156 million versus 131 expected. They're raising their full-year guidance. Now, this is really good on Bill.com. Bill.com is actually legitimately doing well here. Uh, Ford, Ford, European unit saw semiconductor-related supply shortfall. Ford expects to re uh, improve profitability in 2022. Global pr production capacity of at least 600,000 battery electric vehicles by 2023. A lot to digest here. Uh, Pinterest. Pinterest, again, very, very well. We still don't have a snap earnings here, but uh, Pinterest expect Q1 revenue will grow in high teens percent. Uh, monthly active users comes in again lower than expected. It came in at 431 versus the 447.3 expected, but they're making more money per user. They're making about a buck 93 per user as opposed to a buck 84 expected. So less users, but they're making more money than expected at Pinterest right now off of each of their users. So that's a good sign that some of their, their changes are, are working. No, okay, Unity. Unity comes in. It's up 9%. Just beat. The estimate was a $295 million revenue for Q4. Comes in at 315. Uh, no forecast yet, though. Remember, this market, folks, is all going to be about forecasts. Uh, that's what matters here. And I still am a little shocked that Amazon is, is including a Rivian valuation adjustment when the stock literally plummeted uh, 40% since then, but whatever. Uh, Bill.com legitimately killing it. And so is uh, Unity, Bill.com and Unity. We'll go ahead and look at the sticks in just a moment for those. Uh, NASDAQ up right now 1.2% after those Amazon results. And uh, the news of the price hike on uh, the uh, the Amazon Prime is, is, is actually potentially driving some of the movement here, uh, which is kind of weird because, you know, this is an inflationary pressure. Snapchat! Snapchat comes in with a better than expected forecast midpoint of 1.05 billion uh, versus the estimate of 1.02. That's a beat on the estimate. Q4. Uh, let's see here. Q4, Q4. Revenue per user, $4.06. Wow, that's a lot more than Pinterest. Uh, you've got net income of 22.6. Daily active users up 20%. That sounds good. Many headwinds advertisers faced in Q4 remain challenges. Made significant progress, though, on the Apple platform changes. EPS beats. Adjusted EPS comes in at 22 versus 11. These earnings are actually overall very good uh, for Q4. It's still, You still have a lot of complaints, but the earnings are actually very good uh, for a lot of these various different companies. So let's see. Yes, yeah, Snapchat up 24. Look at that insane reversal. Holy crap. Look at that. Snapchat down 23% on the day, up 25% in after hours. Bill.com down 8%, up 22% in after hours. Pinterest down 10% on the day, up 14 in after hours. Amazon down 7% on the day, but up 12% in after hours. What did we open for? Are we just back? Are we just back to where we were on the open? That'd be kind of funny. We opened for about 3,000. No, we're more than that now. Well, I think we're like 3,100. Yep, 3,100. Unity was down 9% on the day. Comes back with about a 9% gain. This is leading Twitter to come back with some of its gains. And so uh, is Shopify, Etsy, Affirm, Trade Desk. All of the companies that got whacked because of lame Facebook yesterday are actually seeing a positive reversal here. Snap pushing even more. Uh, Amazon, I think, pulled back a little bit once people realized that it was Rivian that led to a lot of this kind of gain here. Let's see here. 
Uh, let's get some more headlines here. Okay, so uh, wow, this is insane. Okay, so the Bill.com beat on forecast and beat on estimate, absolutely incredible. Like, great job. That that's really really good. Unity beat as well. So great. The uh, Snap forecast was great. Beating the estimate on forecast for Snap, amazing. The thing's up like 30%. This is incredible. The volatility in this market is so nutty. This is why those straddles are so juicy right now. Holy smoke. Should You should play those on all the earnings. My goodness. Um, Ford uh, sees EBT credit. Let's see here. Increased come Okay, Ford sees increased commodity prices in 2022. Strong pricing environment in 2022. Implying again a little bit more on that inflation side. Expects to improve profitability in 2022. These are these are some incredible uh, numbers here. I will uh, I'll re reiterate these earnings here on Ford. I do just want to quickly mention that this live stream is brought to you by Extra. Go to metkevin.com/extra and sign up for the Extra debit card, which you can overlay on essentially any existing account you have and use it uh, anywhere you would use a normal debit or credit card. Cool thing about it is uh, you could build your credit score with it because they lend you the money for free for a day when you spend it. And then it gets reimbursed by pulling from your bank account since it's linked to your bank account. And then they report it to the credit bureaus as if you paid off a credit card. So you can make some money with the uh, and, and build your credit, essentially. Uh, you also get cash back with the extra debit card. Go to metkevin.com slash extra to learn more. OK, so Ford. Ford now sinks uh, after earnings miss, sees bumpy year ahead. Uh, a commodity cost increases for Ford, strong pricing environment. Their adjusted EPS was a miss. They came in at 26 cents for the EPS, but their estimate was 40, uh, 45 cents. They, their, I thought their forecast was actually decent. European units saw a semiconductor-related supply shortfall. Uh, yeah, EBITDA for North America came in at 1.82 ver billion versus uh, 2.34, so not good. It's, it really does seem like the manufacturing companies are the ones that are getting hit hard here uh, because GM had the same issue. Then you've got uh, automotive revenue, though, came in higher probably because of that pricing power, but it didn't help them with their bottom line. Their forecast for 2022 uh, is is a little bit lower at the midpoint uh, than than the guide. So Ford's down about six percent after these earnings. Uh, now you've got key strategic priorities for 2022 for Pinterest, anchored in creator led and inspirational content shopping, pinner experience. Uh, let's see here. You've got uh, further details to come on conference call. That's fine. Yeah. So good. Good beat on pins, but but you still have this declining user base, but they're making more money than expected on pins, which is good. Okay, Activision's just now out. Activision Blizzard comes in with a miss. Q4 revenue of $2.49 billion versus an estimate of $2.84. That is a miss. And a miss on EPS, $125 versus $131. Uh, they also said that Call of Duty net bookings declined in Q4. So uh, let's take a look here at Activision, Activision, uh, Activision's actually flat in the after hours. A Activision did not really care about this at all. Uh, it's probably a sign that on the day we, we priced in a lot of fears. Snapchat now up 34%, all the way up to about $33 this is incredible. If you go to the day chart here, $34 takes them roughly back to where we were yesterday. <laughs> 
dude, that's insane to think about because uh, it's up 36% and it's basically only going back to where it was yesterday. That's crazy because remember when you lose money, it takes a lot larger of a percentage to actually get back to where you were. Uh, it looks like it's going to be slightly higher at about $34 now. Incredible. Uh, 26% jump here on bill.com. Bill.com up at about $2.10, which is roughly where we were closer to the beginning of January. So a nice bump up over here. Clorox uh, misses. Okay, let's see what we got over here at Clorox. <laughs> Clorox. Uh, okay, Clorox sees. Okay, Clorox sees sales decline 7% in first half of 2022, but that would be an increase of 19% on a two-year basis. They came in with EPS of 66 cents versus uh, a 0.84% uh, or sorry, a penny estimate. So 0.84 dollar estimate came in at 66 cents uh, and, and their estimate was 84. Sales did beat, but their bottom line did not. So their bottom line got hit. Uh, Clorox down about 9.4% after cutting guide on their uh, on their forward EPS. Uh, now it's actually only down about 5.4% though. Yeah, let's see here. Yeah, fiscal year adjusted EPS expected to be $4.25 to $4.50 versus $5.40 to $5.70, which was the expectation. Uh, net sales not expected to decline as badly, though, only down 1% to 4% rather than the 2 to 4% or 2 to 6% that were expected. Costco shares decline as rising costs erode profitability. Yikes. I guess that chlorine is getting expensive. Okay. Uh, yeah, there we go. Now the headlines are coming through. Amazon profits nearly double, boosted by Rivian stake. Exactly. Which again, doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any freaking sense because the company lost 40%, you know, after this post here. So what, are they going to take a massive loss next quarter because of Rivian going down? That doesn't make sense. Here's another issue though. Look at this one, folks. Uh, as expected over the holidays, we saw higher costs driven by supply shortages and inflationary pressures. And these issues persisted into the first quarter due to Omicron. Despite the short-term challenges, we continue to feel optimistic and excited about our business. When you combine how we're staffing and scaling fulfillment the extraordinary, and the extraordinary growth of AWS and the addition of uh, new entertainment and, and plethora of other things they're building, like Alexa, Ring, Grocery, Pharmacy, Amazon Care, whatever, Zooks, so on and so forth. They're very, very excited about the future uh, growth of the company. I agree. I think Amazon's a phenomenal company. Uh, I, I just, I'm not jumping up and down about investing into anything right now because this volatility in the market is just absolutely nuts. And uh, even though we're seeing these huge price gains, what we, we just basically made up the losses today, which is kind of sad. Uh, Best Buy selected AWS as its primary partner. That's cool. So a lot of other notes to go through here. Let me just see if I could see a little bit more into uh, supply or pricing. Yeah, let's go to the end here. So financial guidance. Okay, here we go. Our results are inherently unpredictable. Well, yeah, we already know that. Oh, this is just uh, lawyer legalese, isn't it? Uh, yes, it is. 
Okay, Amazon donated more than 300,000 emergency items, medical supplies. Okay, that doesn't help us. Okay, here we go. Uh, they're trying to help farmers launch more sustainable supply chains with Bear. Okay, uh, that was the only mention on this. So it looks like, uh, yeah, Amazon's EPS was like $4.20 if you exclude Rivian. I think that's that's good quick math there. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, it, which is still a beat because they were expecting like $3 and something. So it's still a beat on Amazon. But I'll tell you, I, I don't honestly know why people are so freaking excited about Amazon right now because the guide was a miss. Yeah, I'm going to go read this again. Hold on. Let me make sure I read this correctly because I'm pretty sure their guide was a miss. And I'm not trying to sound like a bear looking for bad news here. It's just the fact. Uh, the fact is for Q1, the estimate was $120.5 billion in sales. The midpoint was 114 is their current forecast. That's a range of 112 to 117. That is a miss on forecast. And that's a miss of about six bill on the mid. So that would be about a 5%. Uh, that's about a 5% miss on forecast. Uh, of course, people are excited about the price hike, which won't be priced into Q1. You'll see more of that in Q2 because new members are going to really be paying that starting March 25, which is at the end of the quarter. Uh, and then, of course, uh, I'm sorry, new members are going to see it February 18th. Existing members are going to see it March 25th. But you could see a massive rush of people signing up for Prime. Hmm. All right. So interesting about Amazon. Uh, Activision Blizzard. Just this talk about how they missed. Uh, I mean, these numbers in the after hours look beautiful. Don't get me wrong. Like these are some beautiful price increases here in the after hours. I mean, you got a nice rally after the pain that we had. What's down? Ford's down about 5%. Mattel's down about 1%. Okay, big deal. Like this is, these are nominal moves to the downside. This is a very, very, very good earnings uh, day. You've got even Tesla up 1.72%, which is trading for about 905 right now, kind of rallying here. Uh, that's good. Snapchat back to $35 now. And if we compare that to where we were, $35 brings us to about January 24th. So we're going to have a nice green candle back up over here. Pinterest is going to go back to, let's see here. Pinterest is heading to $30. $30 is still below this line. It's, it's right here. It's this lid. It's this resistance point right here that we had just two days ago. So like the, the, the percent gains seem phenomenal, but you really just give them, you're just getting back what you lost. It seems like. Uh, here you've got Unity up 13.5% at, uh, what, 105-ish dollars? $105. That's literally what it was yesterday. It was it closed at $105 yesterday. That's insane. Uh, okay, well, I mean, it's better than the Facebook drama that we got. That's for sure. So, and then Amazon back to $3,200. That actually puts it nicely over these support lines. That brings it back to about beginning of January pricing. Good for Amazon. Nicely back into that channel here. So that'll really help uh, hold these indices back up, which is nice. Let's see. We should see a nice movement here on the SPY. Yep, SPY up now 1% on this news. So back over 150. There you go. And not only is the SPY back up, but then you've got QQQ. You're sitting at up almost 2%. That's incredible. And Google coming back, as well as a rival as a sympathy move here. That's good. Yeah. 
It's just also weird, though. Even, even Matterport's moving here. It's very strange to see that when you actually have negative guides. Uh, and so that, that makes me wonder how long these gains can hold on. Hopefully they hold on well into two, uh, tomorrow, which they did They did today, right? The losses we saw held throughout the day. If anything, they worsened. Uh, so hopefully that means the gains hold throughout tomorrow and get better. So you have a sort of similar behavior. Okay, let's see here. We've got... Okay, we talked about Activision Blizzard, talked about Amazon. Bill.com, absolutely destroyed. Bill, blah, 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 big, big, big push there on Bill.com. Colgate, high quality, high price. Uh, this is uh, um, Clorox. Gross margin decline of about 750 basis point. Wow. I mean, these top line numbers seem great. And the forecast for Snap, Pinterest, and unity were all really good the forecast for amazon and, and ford were not good yeah yep 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 unity sees 2022 revenue of 1.49 billion to 1.51 billion versus the estimate of 1.42 wow so far up about five percent this is awesome okay wow i mean these are some very very good numbers Again, with the exception of forecast on Amazon and the fact that they're using that Rivian thing, uh, Rivian EPS, the pump, this is good. Back to, so it's almost kind of like today got erased is what it is, what it seems like. Amazon's up, a firm's up, uh, a firm's up like 9%. Nice moves. Cloudflare's even moving up. It seems like the broader market is just prepping to come back a little bit tomorrow, which is nice. So, yeah, look at that. Even Lemonade, Arc, these guys are up about 3% right now, 3.59 in the after hours. The volatility is insane. Very, very typical of a, of a bear-style market. But finally, some good news. Still bad news, though, on supply chain constraints. Not to try to take away some good news. And how did... I'm just going to take a quick quick look here. Just Some of the crypto... The first 20 minutes of earnings here have actually done very, very well. Uh, and, and a little bit of a softening. What a ride. Let me look at the SPY. SPY. Oh, yep. Jobs data tomorrow. Make sure you come live. 5.30 a.m. California time. SPY still up 1%. Sitting and resting right on top of 450. Way nicely up from that 445 we saw today. What a massive U-turn. And mm -hmm, Twitter, Roblox. Seems like Facebook really just depressed everyone because you're getting this nice recovery. I mean, look at this. Arc is now up 427. And the guide, again, reiterate reiterating that the guidance for Bill.com was better. Pinterest was better, although less users. Uh, Amazon was worse. Snap was better. And a firm hasn't reported yet, but Unity was better. So those were those are really good guidances, which is good. Still shows that strong consumer. Uh, yeah. So tomorrow we have jobs report at 5:30 a.m. Uh, the next uh, jobs report is uh, February or sorry uh, March 4th, uh, and then inflation data comes out February 10th and uh, March 10th. So write down those dates: 4-4-10-10. 4 and 10, 4 and 10. Feb 4, Feb 10, March 4, March 10.
uh, jobs and CPM. Holy moly, what what a shift. And, and it, you know what's it's just sad. What's really sad is uh, that Snapchat, while it's up 39%, it's literally back to the price it was yesterday. So it's like, how, how do you even cheer it? It just didn't do anything in a day other than, than go down and up. Very strange. Bill.com's up higher though. Getting closer to the beginning of January. So is Amazon. Very, very good. Etsy, Roblox, Trade Desk. Good. Yep. Time for a beer. Well, actually, we're going over to the course member live stream. <laughs> Anytime there's jaw-dropping news, please use that thumbnail. <laughs> Did GoPro report? Oh, yeah. That's a good question. Let me see here. Let me quickly look at what other companies were supposed to report. Wow, what a wild, wild earnings report here. Or just day. Uh, okay, GoPro. GoPro, it's supposed to. GoPro. Mm -hmm. Okay, GoPro reports. Uh, adjusted EBITDA of 71.6 million versus 65.3. That's a beat. Uh, EPS comes in at 41 cents versus 35 cents expected. That is a beat. So GoPro beats. And they're announcing uh, or, or, or they're providing an update on their share buyback program. Okay. So GoPro. Up 4% in after hours. All right, playing earnings has been a wild ride. Yeah, no kidding. Exactly. That's why it's misleading. When you go down on a stock, it needs more of a percentage to break even. That's right. Yeah, I mean, just to, again, to, to look at this, today, Snapchat opened at 32. Yesterday, it closed at 33. And then the after hours right now, it's at 34. So it's it's almost kind of like Snapchat went from 33 to 34, which is a 3% gain in the after hours. But because this market is so freaking volatile, it goes down. Well, what did it go down? It goes down 23%, only to rise 40 and, and basically be just above uh, the uh, where it was before. That is so wild. That's very cool. Very cool. Okay. So uh, I'm going to go through earnings calls again once they go through. I still, I'm still going through some of the rest of the ones from yesterday. So I'll cover those as well. And uh, yeah, I'm excited to get some videos out. This is very, very cool. Uh, I like to see this good strength in Q4 and some good guides going forward. Again, the good guides, which is what you want. You want good guides going into Q1 here. Bill.com, Snap, Pinterest, Unity, some of these really beaten down companies providing good guidance. Activision, Amazon, and Ford not providing the best sort of guidance, missing on guidance, but Amazon still kicking butt thanks to that Rivian profit take, uh, which they didn't sell their shares. It's just sort of like a realized as of the end of the year. So, so that'll you know shave about 40% off of that. Uh, they're still going to make money off the IPO though, which happened in November. And of course, uh, raising prices which is kind of interesting because it's like, yeah, they're raising prices about what, 15% on their membership. And uh, that's something that's going to end up weighing on inflation, but uh, hopefully not. So anyway, there we have it. 
wild ride. Snapchat's actually up to 35 now, so good job. <laughs> this is crazy. All right, folks. We will see you very, 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 very closely or very, very early tomorrow at 5.30 a.m. Thanks, folks. We'll see you. Bye.